Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 131 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to catch up with uh, a legendary trainer, of course, and uh, still very much in the mix in the English Greyhound Derby. And that that is, of course, uh, Paul Hennessy. And uh, as always, Paul, a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Barry. No problem. Delighted to be available. Great stuff. Um, we'll touch on the English Greyhound Derby shortly, um, Paul, but I suppose just a couple of things in recent times. Um, a Greyhound, of course, who has been doing extremely well, um, a purchase at the Curraheen Park sales back in early January, is Dairy Hill Stella. She's won four of her five career outings, of course, last seen in racing action when winning the April on race day below in Enniscorthy in a blistering time of 28.77. She looks a special talent. She is, yeah, no, she's a lovely bitch. Uh, Ray Stafford and a bunch of guys from her in, in Escorty went to the sales. I think Vinton Morris might have been involved as well, um, looking for something. And I think the bitch they were looking for, or the dog they were looking for, made more than they were expected. And uh, the true their eye on Stella liked her. Um, she won her trial and they bought her, bought her reasonably enough. I think they gave 2300 for her in the sales and um, asked me to take her on and see what we could do with her. And you know, it's a funny thing uh, about her. I trained her great-grandmother, a bitch, um, Shanless Rose, for Frank McGurr back in the day. And uh, as cast away, the different pedigrees come back around to you again. And Stella's uh, very like that line. She's a very tough line, you know what I mean? Um, there was a bitch there out of uh, Shanless Rose called Hillcroft Josie that Ginger McGee had. And she was a cracking bitch as well. So it's a good line. And Stella is a very good bitch. She's won, I think, four of the five rounds. She was second in one of the heats, but um, she did well, and it was lovely for, especially like winning in Enniscorthy for Enniscorthy owners. It was very special. Yeah, exactly. And I said, look, it was a, it was a stunning, I suppose, five races. Uh, how consistent and posting such such fast times: twenty eight sixty six in the semi final, twenty eight seventy seven in the final. When when pulling out all the stops, tell us what are her plans going forward, Paul? Uh, I don't have any plans for her, I suppose. That was a great achievement for her to win that competition. You know, it was a huge competition. I think there was 11 heats of it. There were 66 um, pups started out in that competition, so there was a big stake. And um, I see a, a bitch competition advertised there for Curryheen Park shortly coming up, and we just rambled down that way with her, do you know what I mean? Obviously, we were thinking of heading towards Shelburne, but um, her final was on... on the, um, Monday night at the Oaks was starting the previous Friday night, so we couldn't have done anything about that, which is a pity. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We're just delighted that she went and won the on-race competition, and maybe her next outing might be that competition in Corraheen. I'll have a chat with Ray and see what they want to do. As I say, obviously, Shelburne Park, you know, you know, most decent greyhounds end up there anyway, but there's no opportunity really for her at the moment other than going into a double AO against the dogs as well. So maybe we'll move towards Cork, you know. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of Cork and Curraheen Park, of course, look, a lot of great work going on there in recent months. And I know you supported the recent uh, A2 Spring Derby, which was a, a fabulous success and I suppose a great addition to the calendar in Cork. Uh, fantastic prize money, eight and a half thousand euros to the winner, 3,400 for second. And um, Yankee Doodle picked up the uh, 3,400 uh, when running a, a number of fine races there for owner Paul Hines, of course, trained by your good self. And uh, I'm sure you were pleased to pick up uh, a large piece of the down there 
Well, you know, it was amazing, and there was a really good atmosphere coming back into the into Corrigan Park. I mean, there was always a decent atmosphere in it, but I just noticed in the last maybe 12 months that, you know, there seems to be a, a better buzz, um, which is great, because there used to always be a great buzz in Cork track, you know what I mean? And um, I feel it's coming back into it, and the racing is very good, and Brian is doing a great job there, along with the Track Supporters Club, and they're pushing the boat out now again. They're gone very enthusiastic again which is wonderful, and it's probably stemming from the laurels. I mean, I think that was a great thing that happened, that people in the Greyhound game got behind the laurels to sponsor them, put it out there for three or four years, whatever it was. And, I, I, you know, I was hoping we'd do it again, because it's a great thing to show that with the sport, you know, the laurels is a brilliant competition, and um, we're not afraid to, to back our own sport, you know, when it comes down to that. Like, so that's always a great help, you know. Yeah, very well said. And of course, the final itself of the Spring Derby was a, a great final. Of course, local success in the end. But as I said, Yankee Doodle uh, ran a cracker there in the final. He did. He ran a blinder. Um, you know, it's a great look. It's, it's very hard to beat the locals down in Cork at the moment. Johnny Lennon is on fire and Kieran Lynch and the lads just Fitzgerald and all them. By they're, they're a tough crowd. Pat Kiley thrown into the mix as well. So it's not very easy to go down and... and, and uh, to pick the strawberry off the plant, if you know what I mean. But at the same time, look, we were delighted. Paul Hines was thrilled with the dog that we, we managed to finish second. And, um, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. Three and a half grand for finishing second in a competition. It was brilliant prize money. And it was a great competition the whole way through. And it just goes to show that, you know, they don't all have to be double AO competitions to have great, you know, entertainment and everything else. That was, um, was it a four or five round competition again? Barry, and it created great interest for a, a number of weeks at the track, you know. Yeah, it sure did. Look, it was fantastic, and it was so, I suppose, clo- closely contested throughout. Um, it really was, as I said, a great addition to the calendar, and so much to look forward to in Cork, of course, this weekend with the final of the Deadly Kennels Open 750. Paul mentioned the Shelley Fenley Memorial Open Bitch Deck, of course, 5,000 jurors to the winner. Entries closed there on Tuesday, the 27th of June, with heats getting underway on Saturday, the 1st of July. So, a lot to look forward to there um, in Corrigan Park. Switching our attentions to the English Greyhound Derby, of course, uh, so many Greyhound supporters all over the country and all over the world have been tuned into the fantastic action in Toaster over the course of the last couple of weeks. Paul, of course, yourself and your family will have great memories of the English Greyhound Derby winning two in recent years uh, with the likes of Priceless Blake back in Nottingham in 2019 and of course that famous victory the, the very last year in Wimbledon great scenes when JT Jet powered the victory back in t- 2016 and uh, you'll be chasing a, another famous win in Toaster, no doubt. Just give us your, I suppose, overall thoughts on the competition as a whole so far before we touch on your two individual runners at the weekend yeah it's a great competition um, I think the addition of the new traps takes away a lot of the messing that used to go on with the traps moving before they actually opened um, there's a solid set of traps that they have installed now so that means that you know what I mean there is no movement only one which opens the traps and the dogs come away and you either come out or you don't but I mean the guessing game has gone out of it in the sense that if the lids are moving before the dogs, well, it's very unfair. The dogs don't know which movement is going to really open the trap. So that's, that's a huge addition to Towster. Um, it's a beautiful place. It really is. I know it comes in for a certain amount of big people saying it's not the right track for a derby, but there's no such place as a right track. In my experience, over the years, I've heard people, it doesn't matter, like when they went from White City to Wimbledon, it was awful. Oh, they couldn't get their heads around it at all. And then when they left Wimbledon, they were crying because they left Wimbledon. <laughs> Nothing to the galloping track. 
Um, but there was always something else wrong there. So, look, at, you'll have the naysayers no matter where you go. Um, I think Tosh is a good gallop. All the best at the top. Um, look at Graham Holland's team of dogs, powerful team of dogs, and they're flying at the moment. You know what I mean? They broke the track record over there twice. And um, long made last year, these dogs are taken to it. They're running as well. And, you know, it's a very good derby. There's no doubt about it. Yes, it sure is, and uh, that's uh, very well said, and some great points there, I suppose, about you know changing from Wimbledon to White City, and um, we just have to get on with it, and um, you know, fantastic prize money, and I think that's always kind of key, um, really. Just in terms of the um, the the races on Saturday, and of course, Boyle Sports Gift um, is a greyhound that has been improving all the time. Came in for strong market support last weekend, must have been the the best back dog of the weekend, and that uh, Julio obliged, winning in style. Paul twenty nine eleven on the clock, a very talented ground. He is a lovely dog. Uh, John Kennedy gifted him to John Boyle, actually, because the previous dog that he, we had bought from John or John Boyle uh, went wrong on us, and John was very kind and generous, and he said to me, come in to Kenny, he had two or three pups for trials and take a pick, and he was the first puppy trialed, and I said, he'll do fine. And uh, hence the name Boyle Sports Gift, and the little dog has, well, he's not that little, so he's 70 pound weight, but he has, you know, just improved lovely the whole way and uh, he was flying through the Kirby um, competition for us but unfortunately he just was a bit sore after the quarter final so I had to back off him for about two or three weeks just let him relax again and he's coming back to form now again he's picked up the kind of Kirby form uh, in Towster so we're delighted with that he's a smart little dog you know, he's quick in, in, into his into his stride he's a good dog to sort of you know, he can trap quickly, but he's a right little dog when he hits the ground. He's great acceleration in his first half dozen stride, and he stays. So, he's, a, he, you know what I mean? He's he's a topper, and hopefully, now, with the help of God, he's there going well. But he's in great form. He's nice and fresh. He had a break, as I say, unintentional after the Kirby or Jordan the Kirby. So, he's, a, he's gone into Towster good and fresh. Very good, and looking forward to that heat on Saturday night. Obviously, I'm sure bookmakers will have it kind of between Romeo and Command and Boyle Sports Gift, but as we know, you'll get nothing easy. Just tell us, give us your thoughts on the draw and trap number four there on Saturday night. Yeah, I don't mind. Look, if he comes away, he can go wherever he likes. I'm not, Barry, you'd have to forgive me now for not being up to speed with the dogs they're in with, because I, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I look after my own kind of thing, and I don't mean that now in, in any kind of way, but... It's just, a lad, when you get older, you can't retain all the information you'd have on everyone else's dogs like we did years ago. But look, our lad is fine. I don't need trap four make any odds for him. If he can start the way he normally starts, there's no such thing as a poor piece in a derby competition anyway. Nobody enters a poor dog in a derby. So you're getting down to the last 48, is it? The better ones are all going to be there. So it doesn't make any odds. You know what I mean? What's beside you? They're all going to be able to run. And... Um, I'm happy enough with Trap 4. I don't make any odds. If he starts, he should be to the four, and he can go wherever he wants then, you know. Yeah, exactly. Look, we can't wait to see him back in action uh, this weekend. And the same can be said about uh, Mac Neal, who lines up in the A26. And, you know, he's been um, a son, of course, of JT Jet. He's been showing fabulous finishing speed. And, you know, I know a lot of the, the English have been talking about him, certainly. They, they, he's caught his eye in, in, in recent weeks. But another very talented greyhound. You must be delighted with his progress, of course. And he's drawn in trap number six um, in the A26 on Saturday night. Yeah, no, he's drawn in trap three, I think, Barry. Yeah, sorry, trap three, I should have said. Don't know where trap six came from, Paul. I'm looking at it here in front of me. Yeah, trap number three in the A26. Yeah, no, God, he wouldn't want to be out that far anyway. But, um, no, he's grand, fine big dog. I bought him off Marcella Campbell after he won his first race in Mullingar last year. And 
he was a slow burner. He's coming to hand gradually, but he's hitting form. We got to the final of the 600-yard stake in Shelburne and missed the break in the final. Still, he ran on to be second or third or something like that. But, um, no, he, he's he's getting it better now in Towson, but he's going to have to come from behind unless he flukes the break or something like that. But physically, he's very well, a strong, big, strong dog. He's 80 pounds weight. Um, and he's young in terms of that way, that he's maturing as he's going along. I'm very happy with him that the penny is dropping all the time and he's getting more and more competitive. And, you know, and that was maybe lacking on and off, but he's definitely, as I say, the penny is dropping now and the owners are having fun with them. There are new people into the Greyhound game. They're from Limerick, or Reardon family, and they're having great sport with them. Um, and, of course, then these dogs that come from behind are very exciting for people to watch. That's what, what he's catching the imagination on. But, like, you know, you just need the gaps to open at the right time for those type of dogs, too. But so far, so good. And with the help of God, the two dogs are healthy. They're very well. Um, they're in good form. They'll get a piece of work again now today, and that'll maybe more or less finish it for this week. And um, good to go with the help of God on Saturday night. Yeah, look, the very best of luck uh, with both of them on Saturday night, uh, Paul. Of course, we'll certainly uh, be shouting them on for you. Just in terms of be- before we finish up, uh, keep us up to date. Any other you know, nice youngsters coming through? Or what's the latest on that? the horse racing front? Of course, you enjoyed so much success as well in that in recent years with the famous lady, Heaven Help Us. Uh, keep us updated. Uh, well, she's actually in full now, Barry. She's in full to walk in the park. So um, she's branching out onto a new career. Um, and it's wonderful it's wonderful that she retired all in one piece and healthy and well and everything else and so look at the, the fun or the sport we've had with her was just um, Disneyland stuff you couldn't even dream it up and it was wonderful there's no doubt about it and thank God for it was safe. Um, most of them are out now Barry during the summer they're all out in their summer holiday um, we have one guy in here a lad of my own called Falcon Park he's, a, he's an A8 if I could find eight or eight somewhere, Barry. <laughs> We've all had them. Because usually, like, the A8, there's a lad, there's an A2 lad stuck in an A8 somewhere else as well, too, you know, yourself. So, I know, look, it's, we've had great fun, um, you know, with them so far as a pastime, and, 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 you know, that's grand. Yeah, exactly. Long may that last. And any nice young greyhounds coming through, Paul? We have, yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of, um, with a nice pup that won the night in Kilkenny. Uh, hello, Sonny, first time out. Yeah, I think Richie, Richie Condon is raving about that. We have to give Richie a mention as well. Oh, Lord. They're fierce, excited. Richie and Paul Townend. So a couple of car lads involved in him. And thank God he done the business in style for them there the other night in Kilkenny. He's a young dog. And he's a JT Jet pup as well. And uh, he looks to have a bright future. So... Hopefully now the lads will get a bit of fun with them and things like that coming along, you know, but yeah. we're grand. That's what it's all about. Yep. Yeah, I think that's about it, uh, Paul. Look, we always appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to join us on the podcast. Uh, best of luck, of course, on Saturday night and the best of luck for the coming months. And uh, no doubt we'll catch up with you again soon. Please, God. Thanks, Barry. You're welcome. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.